0: David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven-day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. My name is David.
1: My name is Donnie.
2: David and Don, we're gonna call it David and Donnie.
1: David and Donnie, we got to do something better than that.
2: You don't mind being second, though, right? Behind the man. <laughs>
1: This is the Donnie and David <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um,
2: and uh, okay, let's, I guess we can uh, introduce ourselves. This is our very first episode, which is really cool. So me and Donnie came together as we always do. We always doing something together. Mm-hmm. We're both probably the best coaches in the world, especially. I don't say especially for like small business owners, but I feel like we get the person that's trying to go to another level just in a different way, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's totally okay to say small business owner because the definition of a small business is a company that I believe has under 500 employees. So I hadn't built any businesses up to 500 employees right. yet. That so ain't
2: crazy, a small business has 500 employees. Or less. Or less.
1: Mm-hmm. That's That's what Fortune 500 is, 500 employees or better
2: so a fortune that's crazy mm-hmm. so when you say like fortune 300 they got fortune 300
1: it's 300, 300. 300 to 500 or 300 to 499 employees.
2: Let me tell you how I never knew that. <laughs> I was today years old. <laughs> when I found out Fortune 500 meant you have 500 or more companies.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how they, they classify you. It's not necessarily based on income, but they put you in your class or your category based on how many employees you have. So
2: why is Fortune 500 like the bigger name? And it's not because they got Fortune 1000s and stuff like that, don't they? Hold on. Well, I think
1: saying? Fortune 500 may just be a larger category. How many? Yeah, there there should be a Fortune One Thousand, but
2: there's Fortune One Thousand mm-hmm. rankings of the Fortunes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's just a okay. So we got okay, we got forty under forties, and then we got best. Okay, no, that's that's a different situation. Fortune, how do we find it? How
1: do we find what
2: Fortune Five Hundred? Fortune 500. Fortune 500. I can't spell. Good.
1: F-O-R-T-U-N-E.
2: So, yeah. So, people always talk about Fortune 500, Fortune 100, but you would think that, like, the biggest companies in the world are called Fortune 500, but there's another level, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let me see. What is a Fortune 5? You know what's so awesome, though? So, Fortune 500 isn't – oh, so small company is for less than Fortune 500. Less than 500 employees. Is that what you're saying?
1: Okay, hold on.
2: I feel like Donnie made that up, yo. Know?
1: I might have made that up. Actually, what does it take to be a Fortune 500? Okay, so here it says the term Fortune 500 refers to an annual listing by Fortune magazine of the top 500 public companies <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs>
3: You got caught making stuff up, Dottie.
1: No, but I promise you, so then what's the difference between a Fortune five and a fortune one? Okay, so oh, 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 I the see. Top 100 the companies. top one
2: hundred companies. The top
1: one hundred companies. Stop this and start it over. No <laughs> way.
3: We are recording, right? Okay, good. <laughs> you know what?
1: You if, didn't even you know. know.
2: If you ever get cancelled,
1: you know what's that's going to happen. Guess. But do you if know because I wasn't clear. But were you clear?
2: I, I I was transparent, saying, "Wow, I didn't know that you put me on." But <laughs> if you ever get canceled, somebody's going to take that one clip and say, "Look, I told you she's a fraud."
1: You better not post that. <laughs> I won't. The people
2: will. So just don't do that, crazy. <laughs> All right. So uh, this podcast is getting off to a good start. All right. So um, you know, what's so cool. But I, I was I was going to say, um. A small business is classified as. You want to like just fact check it before you start talking about stuff. <laughs> a small business is classified as how many employees, right? But I think it has a lot to do with our perception because if we got three employees, we doing it big. We are. So what is a small business? What is a small business classified
3: as?
1: Well, what qualifies a small business? Um, yeah, so. The SBA counts companies with as much as 35.5 million in sales and 1,500 employees as a wow. small business, mm-hmm, depending on the industry. So outside government, companies with less than 7 million in sales and fewer than 500 employees are considered five, uh, small businesses. And that's where I got that from. I was confusing Fortune 500 with small business.
2: Yo, but that is that is real crazy because there's somebody somewhere at a party laughing at somebody because they only have 500 employees. Like, oh. Well, Look you know what's, little even com- crazier, little company.
1: what's even crazier is that there are actually entrepreneurs out there who are laughing at people with five employees saying, oh, you just have a little small business, and <laughs> you do too. <laughs>
2: and there is people that are making six figures. They just hit the 100000 mark, and uh-huh. they're looking at people like, oh, you're only making $30,000. Mm-hmm. It's all perception. It's
1: all perception. We're mm-hmm. all in this small business category together. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, yeah. right? So, you know. It, it, humble it's, yourself. Humble yourself. It's, it, there's a difference between I own a small business and, oh, that's still your little business. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between yeah. that language. Yeah. For sure.
2: I think we, we, do, we definitely got to define what big is for us, what our goal is. Mm-hmm. So I, I was talking to one of my clients. And anytime, just I'm going to clear this up. Anytime I say I was talking to somebody the other day. I was actually talking to somebody the other day. You know how like, like speakers, they say, yo.
1: Somebody just DM'd me. You know what? Actually, guys, somebody DM'd me about this earlier today. Show it to me. <laughs> Show it to me so right now. So I was now. talking
2: to a guy, and he came up to me and said,
3: hey, man, how'd
2: you become so successful? So I told the guy, and then you tell him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you that. You know what's interesting is, no, seriously, speakers especially, Oh yeah, that's but what even teachers— Will literally create that moment just to segue into whatever they want to talk about next. Yeah, but other speakers and teachers know that game, right? Right. So right. we're always like,
2: but that's why I forgetting. always feel uncomfortable saying, like, repeating a conversation I was having. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're if you're in my morning meetup, you know. So I was talking to uh, one of my clients, and uh, see, I got I forgot the cover. I, I forgot where we were going with. <laughs> show
1: me, show, show me proof that you were talking to a client, please. Uh,
3: yo, I
2: forgot the print the, the point I was about to make. Uh-huh. Anywho, um, oh, so oh yeah, so here I was. So one of my clients said, "Yo, my goal is to grow my business. Like I I really want to become financially free." And I always ask the question, "What is that like? How much does it take?" Right. So Isaiah, as he's like, he said, yo, I, I can't wait to go get my laptop. And what was the question I asked you? How much, is the How much is the laptop? Because we want something, but we don't even we don't even know what it looks like in our own head. So we're defining um, success based on other people. So right. I'm, I'm successful because I, I left my job or quit my job. But that's not even where you want to be.
4: Right. So
2: I don't necessarily look at myself as successful because I've not successfully completed the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm successful from, you know, I told myself I wanted to make six figures and I became successful in that right, but I have other goals. So it's hard to define success, but I'm definitely not about to base it off of
1: Somebody other people
2: that, I, that are doing worse. Or- well, not
1: even that. People don't even understand what these blanketed terms are. Mm-hmm. Like couple goals, entrepreneur goals, CEO goals, boss goals. I was talking to someone. <laughs> 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 no for real i was talking to someone like a week ago and we were having lunch and she said to me listen it's time for me to boss up i'm I'm ready to be a boss mm. and i'm like well what does that mean Wh- what's a boss right mm. um well i need to be working for myself i need to be doing my own thing and i'm like well technically a boss is a person who oversees a team of people mm. right um, sure, you can be the boss of yourself if that just sounds good to you, right? Right. right. But we have just overused and misused this term boss so much. Like, we, we're just saying stuff at this point, right? Um, and, and what's interesting is I'm, I'm teaching manifestation on uh, – I'm doing a 30-day manifestation challenge hmm. um, starting next week. And one of the things that we're going to focus on is the reason that people don't ever accomplish their goals – is because they hadn't clearly identified a goal, Fact. and sometimes you've actually accomplished stuff, but because you didn't write it out clearly, you just ran through that goal and didn't even realize that you hit a goal, yeah. right? And so when you say things like, "Man, I want to, I want to have a business like Shans," okay, what does that mean? <laughs> right,
2: right, right. What,
1: what does that mean? Do you, you only wanna, know
2: what I show on Instagram, which you could only be. know.
1: You don't know behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about the P and L statement profit and loss statement for people who may not know what that means, but what does that actually mean, yeah. right? And so before you start creating goals, so what I did for this particular manifestation challenge, because this is my first time doing this, I sent out surveys mm-hmm. to people, and actually I have the results right here. I sent out surveys to people, and I asked different questions like... Um, List three to five goals that you desire to accomplish within the next 120 days. Uh-huh. And this is why people need our help, right? Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> um, and if you're in that challenge, this is no knock to you. You're going to learn something in those 30 days that we spend together. But someone said something like, complete four chapters or more in a book that I'm wanting to write.
2: Mm-hmm. Complete four more chapters. Complete
1: four chapters or more of a book that I'm wanting to write. So you wanna manifest completing four, four <laughs> chapters or more in a book that I want to write. I mean, that's that's not really a goal, right? right, that's, right. that's not really a quantifiable goal. And then somebody else said something that's uh, develop a routine for a healthy lifestyle. And that seems like a goal. Mm-hmm. But the reason that we don't manifest things is because we're not clear on the direction that we have to go into in order to achieve it. So, okay. So, David, develop a routine for a healthy lifestyle. I say, okay, that's a good start. Right. Now let's let's write that down. But now what I want you to do is write down some bullet points, mm-hmm. right? right? What does that mean? Yeah. So that means first that I need to eliminate, you know, fatty foods. I yeah. need to exercise more. I need to stop eating da-da-da. And then you have a clear picture goal.
2: For sure. for sure. So for
1: all of you guys who are, you know, saying goals and things like that, like, it's really a dangerous habit to have.
4: Mm.
1: It's a dangerous habit to have because we are we are creating these imaginary scenarios, mm. and then when we don't accomplish them, we are disappointed by yeah. the expectation of this imaginary scenario that we've created in our head.
2: Yeah, it's like frustration because you're looking for something that you don't know what it looks like.
1: Yeah, I mean, so you that, imagine
2: frustration in that
1: that version never exists in real life.
4: (laughs) Right.
2: It never
1: exists. You see people traveling. You see people, uh, you know, you see entrepreneurs who are always at great fun retreats and they're always Mm -hmm. traveling and they're always in fancy cars and they're always, you know, on jets and things like that. But you don't know what their home balance life looks like. Mm -hmm. You don't know what their personal relationship life looks like. You don't know what they're sacrificing, Mm -hmm. right, to do that. So it's really important that, you create goals and you're so clear and so specific before you manifest somebody else's life who's miserable behind the scenes.
2: Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, and you could just imagine frustration behind looking for something. Imagine I'm saying a, um, it was a blind date or something like that and we only met through the Internet. And I said, meet me at Starbucks at 6 o'clock. And you show up at Star- Starbucks and you're looking for this person. They didn't describe what they were wearing, how tall they were, none of that. So you're sitting there and you're getting anxious. You're getting this anxiety. It could be him, but should I walk up to, ah, uh, nah, I couldn't know. That might be, oh, I hope it's not him. And all this stuff is going on in your head. And then you just turn around and walk away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it lies because people are looking for something, but you don't know what it looks like. So mm-hmm. you turn around and walk away. Yeah. I'm just forget this entrepreneurial thing because I didn't find what I was looking for, but I don't know what it looks like.
1: And am I even at the right Starbucks? Am I at the right Starbucks? <laughs> he never gave me the address. <laughs> I just picked the Starbucks that looked like it would be the one. Right. I picked the business that looked like, based on what he or she was doing, was mm-hmm. going to be the one. On, this is going to be the one that On Cobb Parkway. On Cobb Parkway. It's
2: 10 Starbucks on Kyle Parkway. Yeah. And you just And you're so frustrated saying, I'm never dating again. Yo, don't blame that situation, blame yourself for not asking more questions, identifying what is going to be my gift. So I'm real big on lists as well. Like, mm-hmm. yo, let's just let's just get clear. Almost like the camera, it's fuzzy, then you turn it a little bit, and it gets more clear, then you turn it. And sometimes you need to just sit down with identifying what it looks like. Absolutely. Just what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So when you were going through this process as an entrepreneur, what did your goals look like?
1: In the beginning? In the beginning. What did it look
2: like? What did it look like?
1: Oh, so first of all, I know they weren't clear, right? Mm -hmm. I have been an entrepreneur on and off, like legitimately. I've been starting businesses since I was 17, like dabbling in stuff. But I would say I really became a serious entrepreneur around 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, And all I knew at that time was I wanted to open a business. That was a goal, right. open a business. Open a business, right? <laughs> um, make a lot of money was mm-hmm. a goal. Uh, not go back to work was a goal. You gotta be real careful about how you speak that For because sure. entrepreneurship is a whole lot of work. It's a mm-hmm. whole lot of work.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I had goals like um, work on my own time. You, we don't financial get this. freedom? Did financial you have financial freedom? freedom? I had financial freedom. <laughs> I had financial freedom. Um, I had no boss lifestyle, right? No uh,
2: boss, lifestyle. no boss
1: lifestyle. Those were those were just things that I remember saying. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved in an industry where that's perpetuated that 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 mindset is perpetuated so much like no boss lifestyle, which is great. Mm-hmm. None of us wants to really have a boss telling us when to come and go. But mm-hmm. I challenge you to think about this. If especially if you are a service based entrepreneur, even in products, I can prove it there, too. Mm -hmm. Your customers are really your boss
2: for sure. Right. for Sure. Don't
1: show up for that conference call when you're supposed to. Right. And see how fast a (laughs) chargeback or a refund request comes through. So you have to really understand, you know, my, my goals are very, very different now. So. My, you know, I, I speak affirmations every single day, multiple times a day. Whenever I have a moment, they're always with me. They're with me right now, like mm-hmm. no lie. Um, I always like this, you know. I'm going to manifest preach, getting right? fired. I
2: don't want no, I, no boss lifestyle. You yeah. manifest un- unemployment.
1: Yeah, so all my affirmations and things are here, but you know, I manifest things now because of where I am in the growth of my business, um, or, or I affirm things. Like um, one of my goals is to always provide value to my clients and my customers.
2: Real, I'm sorry, real quick. Walk me through mm-hmm. the manifestation and the affirmation. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a um I have a I have a a challenge with that.
1: Okay. Tell me what your challenge. So I mean is. I I
2: don't I don't speak negative, but the um I guess it, do affirmations work? I mean I don't know. I I have a a problem. I have a challenge with like the affirmations and. uh,
1: Why are you wearing the shirt that you're wearing today?
2: Oh, this is my friend Jeremy's shirt. Mm
1: -hmm. Did you think the message was powerful? Yeah, yeah. I am. Mm -hmm. I'm asking because typically when you're affirming, you're starting off with words like I am right. You're wearing it across your chest. I want that shirt, Jeremy, by the way, I'm going to get that Um. And so, no, affirmations on their own don't work mm-hmm. at all, right? And so people go wrong with affirmations because they believe that you have this list of things that you're supposed to say. And if I say, I'm going to be married, I'll have three kids, I'm going to start my own business, like, and then I, I'm I'm literally reading it. I'm going to be married, I'm going to have three kids, I'm going to have blah, 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 where there's a couple of things wrong with that. Number mm-hmm. one, um, when you are... When you are afraid of something, it's a real fear for you because you feel this way on the inside, right? Um, if you know that you're about to walk into danger, there's an emotion, there's a feeling that's attached to that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, when you know that you're about to walk into greatness, there has to be a feeling and an emotion also attached to that, right? And so when you are speaking, your affirmations is not just about saying, I want to be successful. Well, when I say the universe First of all, I believe in God. Right. And so there's just a certain a such thing as universal law. OK. Mm, right. Universal law is what it is. We don't change that. And so the universe is made up of energy. We're made up of energy. You know, you get around people and you are like, ooh, their energy is off or ooh, I, like, I really enjoyed their energy. Mm-hmm. And so we're made up of energy. So when you are affirming the things that you want in your life, not only do you have to be clear in what it is and really articulate what that is clearly, but there has to be an energy attached to it as well, mm-hmm. right? And most people miss the mark because they do things like, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be successful. I am so successful. I want to be successful. I want to be successful. Well, number one, you're always, if you're always saying, I want to be successful, well, the universe can't tell the difference between. I am successful and I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's just going to pay you based off of your energy. It's going to give you.
2: But hold on. How does. The, so is the is when people say the the universe, is that a is that a politically correct say way of saying God or because I don't believe the universe gives me anything.
1: Right. So who created the universe? God. There you have it. Right. And so because we actually reside in this universe, it is the gifts and the blessings that God allows us to have through the universe that he created. Now, I am not super religious, Mm. but I am spiritual. And so just, I am, I'm not a healer Mm. or anything like that. And I don't get into the debate of God versus the universe. To me, it's all God, right? Everything is through God. But because we, our domain is within this universe, I believe you hear a lot of people speak to it that way. You also hear people who are on the fence about religion who would rather say universe. And then that's something else. When you're getting teachings from someone, you got to be clear on what they believe in first. If you don't believe in God, then I'm not trying to manifest anything with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so when people cause I just never, uh, I, I didn't get, it. I, I hear it a lot, but I, so for one, I still don't believe, even though God made the universe, I don't mm-hmm. believe that the universe gives me anything. Like, God provides... It's like, okay, I'm in a house. I live in the house. The house doesn't give me anything. The house even gives you
1: satisfaction.
2: The house does not give me satisfaction.
1: What does it give you? Shelter. Then it gives you something.
2: Yes. The, the, house, it, the house provides shelter. The yes. house
1: provides shelter. And yes. how does it make you feel to know that you have shelter to go home to for you and your family every single God day? God
2: gave me a house to provide shelter
1: perfect inside of his universe in,
2: yeah absolutely a hundred percent inside of his, his universe for sure yeah. but the universe didn't give me anything
1: okay well then if you're more comfortable saying god gave it to you then say that i'm not opposed to that i'm right. not arguing that there's a difference
2: right Right. okay right. I, yeah, I, I just I, I hear it a lot and i never had a chance to ask anybody and it's the first time i feel comfortable well, asking somebody
1: yeah no but it you know everybody will have their own perception someone's right. going to be looking at this and saying what is she talking about she's crazy the universe and god are not the same Not that's Those are your rules. Mm. (laughs) That's not my rules. And so, again, you have to be really, really clear on who you're talking to. And that goes back to don't take advice from people who you don't admire. Right. Don't take advice from people whose advice you can't trust. Quantify all the advice that's given to you, even from people with all these receipts and testimonials and all that stuff. Quantify the advice. And so, again, to get back to manifestation and does it work, and, you know, manifestation works just as much as prayer works. It's ultimately the same process, right? You ever, like, prayed hard for something and you're just in this moment where you need deliverance for something, you need answers, you need direction, and you get so filled with emotions and you're teary-eyed and tears. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's literally the same process. Why are you laughing?
2: Because I just thought about the the uh, the, the the dude that manifested you the one day.
1: <laughs> but he did, and you saw the proof. So, yo. First of manifested. all, if you see this interview, <laughs> you and I are cool, okay? But it's just really funny because I was I was blown away. So uh. I had been talking about manifestation, and you know what I do, and. So this very nice gentleman mm-hmm. comes into my DMs and says, um, I manifest you every single day of my life.
2: The way he put it, it wasn't as creepy as you just made it sound because I manifest you every day. Well, that's what that, they'll obviously love and hate stuff. But he was a really cool guy. That I may mean, not see be the
1: tonality, real, yeah. but basically he he typed me a di- Yo, I manifest you every day. And I just, you know, what do you say to that? Right. right. When, when when what you're manifesting is totally different. (laughs) Right? So I just kind of said, oh, wow, that's cute. Thank you. Mm. Right? And so a few days later, Shans and I are out eating, and as soon as we open the door...
2: Yeah, we walk in, and, yo, here's the thing. We walk in, and the guy looks like he saw a ghost. He's like... And then Donnie's like... I I could tell that Donnie wasn't 100% sure who that was. She's like, uh, he said, he said, Hey, and Donnie's like, Hey, how are you? And just kind of kept walking in. And, and I think Donnie looked back and he was still like, I, I forgot what he said. It, it was something. I don't know. But this is one thing he I literally, did. Literally
1: Chance was standing there. Now he didn't know if Chance was my guy or whatever. He literally was like, so are you just here eating alone? <laughs> No, I'm with my friend.
3: <laughs> we were clearly—I think we were talking, walking in. We so were clearly we were, together, yeah.
1: arriving at this place, right, right? right? And so you know, but he doesn't know what the relationship right, is right, for sure. But he, you know, he—he he clearly is like, so are—are are you here eating alone? Are you grabbing a bite to eat alone? And I'm like, no, I'm here with my friend. And mm-hmm. then they introduce themselves. What happens next, though? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we—so my my old girl shout out, Didi, she's at the bar," and. We're walking okay, this is at the door where this inner this exchange went down. So we walk in, we walk to the bar.
1: He walked out. She said he, he walked out
2: to the parking lot. And I wish I wish y'all could see the setup. So me and Donnie are talking, I was like, yo, what was that? And she's like, Oh, this guy DM me. And he was like, you know, talking about manifesting me. So, you know, I make a joke and I'll say, Oh, you got manifested. So <laughs> so. Dottie starts saying, she starts saying something like, no, it ain't like, and the guy somehow appeared behind Donnie, Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He's walking back in. I'm talking about he clearly ate and left, but he walks back in, and I'm like, Donnie, he's behind you. And Dottie says, really? I think she was about to show me the DM or something like that.
3: Yeah, she was about to show me the DM. I was like,
2: Dottie, he's behind you. She said, oh, wow.
3: (laughs) And then starts talking to me.
2: My man walks behind Donnie, behind me, then goes out to the patio.
1: Not without gazing. It was like a.
2: It was, it was like yo. What are you doing? What are you doing, bro? What, yo, if you're if you're watching this, no, no offense. You should just at least said what you're going to say. No offense, of but that
1: type of that type of that type of activity in this climate, um, it's it's not cool. So more of the
2: story. You got manifested.
1: I did. I did. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> I want to be manifested more in a healthy, positive way. Mm -hmm. Like, I want people manifesting, you know, a a good, healthy relationship with me. I want clients to say, wow, one day Donnie Wiggins is going to be my business coach. Donnie Mm -hmm. Wiggins is going to be my business coach in January 2020, right? Um, But there are just some criteria that has to be met first, right? right? Some prerequisites that have to be fulfilled for manifestation on a personal level. So you can't manifest for someone else.
2: Yeah. I've yo, it was around the time when the secret came out. No lie. Well, maybe I don't know when it came out, but it had to be two thousand and six
1: That's maybe? all universal law. So you rock with the secret and not affirmations. I
2: didn't say I I I saw some of it, I wasn't feeling it. But,
1: but you know, that was the it time did, it came
2: out. Because I literally, literally, in that same year, there was like two girls that said you are going to be my husband. Be- I'm guessing based off this craze of the secret, like yo, you say it, you declare it, and it's going to happen. I'm like, what? She said, God told me you're going to be my husband. I was I like, call him back, call him- <laughs> like let's get what, God what, on the phone. Put us on three way. Tell him to text me right, real quick, right, just right, so, right, just so right. I know too. Right. Literally, same year two. That's how I know. Like the, the the time it came out, like two people said, yo, you are going. They try to manifest me.
1: Well, and so people get confused, and you have to, when, when you're talking about that, you can't manifest someone to be a permanent fixture in your life unless they are in alignment with you already, right? Mm. So if you're dating someone who is expressing interest in you, then you can manifest how this relationship turns out to be. You can manifest the marriage with that person. You can manifest kids with that person because you and that person are in alignment, but I can't just see you from across the room and I'm like, yes, God. He is mine, God. Absolutely, God. Give him to... I right. can't do that because you're a married man. Yeah. You are, uh, you you know, not you literally, but you're a married man. You're an involved man. You're not interested. You're a gay man. You're whatever you are. I cannot manifest my desires upon you unless we are in alignment.
2: And in the same, I think in the same vein of entrepreneurship, you can't... You can't. I mean, I suppose you can. There's going to be there's going to be um, exceptions to the rule where you manifest one hundred thousand dollars. You manifest hitting the lottery whatever. I think it's just easier to design your life and design and sculpt and shape. That's what
1: manifestation is. Is it? That's exactly that's what affirmations are. You are affirming and declaring exactly what you want in your life. Okay. And it, the the only difference between what you're saying is that you write it out, I speak it. I write it and I speak it and I mm-hmm. feel it. Like I literally will sit and imagine myself in my beach house with these waves coming and I can see them from the window. And I got my chef mm-hmm. in the kitchen cooking my pancakes and my crispy bacon, right? right. I literally can see. And, and there's a feeling associated when... You can't just be like, I want a beach house. No, I see the beach house. Like, I can smell the water. I got salt in my hair. My hair is dry right now because I've been, this is, and this is how you get to those things. But, you know, I had someone argue with me and say, oh, I can manifest people because I had someone else manifest me before, a, a female. And she's like, I manifested you, you know, I manifested meeting you. Well, the reason that you did that is because I'm in alignment with you there. I want you to manifest me in that way. Mm-hmm. I want to meet new people. I want to help new people. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I affirm that I will serve and impact hundreds of people every single day, mm-hmm. millions of people in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So that's why that happened. And don't get confused. We were in alignment. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't make me your wife. just because you say it on your paper my paper don't say that
2: here's what's so funny my man went home that day like yo it's working (laughs) yo there's not yo there is nothing you could tell him right now that you are not going to be his wife because he already manifested you one time he's like oh it's working i just need to manifest a little harder
1: you know things like that used to really um My mom had to – humble me is such a bad word because of what it actually means. But uh, my mom actually had to bring me back down to size, so to speak, Mm. Uh, years ago. Years ago, I was living near the airport and working in Dunwoody, and the traffic was, like, horrible. Mm. And so I would take the train. And I would talk to my mom every day on the train because I'm not about that train lifestyle, and I was getting used to it. I was kind of scared of it, you know, because it's, like, weird down there. It stinks. Mm. And so I'd always be on the phone with my mom and guys would always hit on me like all the time, like, hey, beautiful, hey, this, that and the other. And it got to the point where I started to react to it like, oh, God, go away. Let me just go to work. Let me do this. Don't you see I'm on the phone? Mm -hmm. And my mom said to me, she said, be careful what you wish for, because Mm -hmm. there are women and people who wish yeah. they could get attention in that way all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer offended by it, but I'm very, very clear.
4: Right.
1: I'm very, very clear that I am uh, not looking to be manifested for love unless we are in alignment. Mm. Okay. okay. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, how um, how is it? I feel like, and I, I, I'll probably get canceled for this.
1: Hey, uh, listen, whatever he says... <laughs> I, y- y'all can't cancel me anyway. Say what you want to no, say. No, this this is like <laughs>
2: 100% on me. Uh, I, it, okay, let me. Okay, let me put it this way. Is it easier or – I don't want to say easier. Yes, I'll say easier. Okay, just for sake of conversation. Is it easier for attractive people to become successful entrepreneurs?
1: I think that's a fact. I don't even think that's opinion. Um, no, and let me, let me, let me preface that. I think it's easier for attractive people to have doors open for them. Now, Mm. what they do with those doors, right? What they do when they walk through those doors and with those opportunities is, could be different. Um, and so someone who may be considered by society standards, less attractive may ultimately become more successful, may ultimately, uh, have better results, but they may have had to do more to get in that door. What do you mean? So when you're attracted, I'll just be honest and using, you know, like, yeah, and
2: I ask you because you are an attractive woman. So Thank you. we might have, there might be, you know, some people here, right? And I'm selling a product and you're selling a product. Well, a guy that is attracted to you would buy from you before you buy from me, right? Well, they a, least- a, mm-hmm. a woman, if I'm not super attractive, they buy from you because they're, oh, girl, you're so cute. You're oh, so we are
1: You're this, that, and the other. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, because a lot of relationships are superficial, a lot of interactions are superficial, mm-hmm. it's so easy to make it past these superficial requirements that it takes to communicate mm-hmm. with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, um, I, I do believe that people who are attractive, I do believe that they. Get opportunities easier than just say
2: we. Just use the word we.
1: I do believe that opportunities come easier. So, but let me let me say this: everybody fine now. Everybody, I mean, it's nothing that that a doctor can't make look good, right? Mm. And so, there's so much beauty. You know, it, before social media, it was like you had to be seen in the room. Mm. Now there's an opportunity to just see you on the internet, yeah. and. Now it's not even just about being attractive; it's about being attractive and approachable. Yeah, and I'm not very approachable all the time, right? Why do you say on that? purpose? You seem
2: it's, you seem pretty nice. I mean, you don't see. Like, okay, I am so nice. so, we're, so we're, we're we're sitting at actually we were sitting at the um, at the Cheesecake Factory, and there was a guy who like was he, was he was doing a lot. He was doing a lot. He was
1: doing the most. <laughs> he
2: was doing a lot, and. Even though he was doing so much, and I don't want to, like, talk about it, but Donnie was just super talking to him, like, oh, yeah, da-da-da, because he was doing the most in her direction now. And Donnie was just super nice. So you seem
1: approachable. Yeah, I mean, and when I, you know, I I am friendly, Mm -hmm. right? I am friendly, but I've always been told my whole life that I'm not necessarily the most approachable person. Like, I don't, you know, I I have that... um, I have a naturally born with resting B face, right? Mm -hmm. It's just my face y'all, but I'm really nice. Like Mm -hmm. when it comes down to talk to me, the other thing is though, I am really energy driven and I have, I have my secret power is discernment. Mm -hmm. I can feel your fake from a mile away. Right. And I just don't play those games. So when I say I'm not approachable in certain terms, like if I'm not feeling you just, I'm just not and i'm not gonna I'm not going to fake through it yeah. i don't need you know I don't care about the business relationship i don't because I don't need to do anything with someone whose energy I'm not feeling yeah. um so being pretty now, God, like I can think of so many people. Who aren't your, you know, beauty right now? We're redefining what beauty looks like. So there's a lane, and this is the moment that if you feel less than beautiful, this is your time Mm -hmm. to get in because we really have redefined what beauty looks like.
2: Especially black. First off, there is. Everybody. Oh, there's nothing that. If you black,
1: you get a pass. Oh, my God. If you're black, you, I mean, you are beautiful, right? But. But society didn't think that. Now society feels like now we're learning to to find the uniqueness yeah. about people. Like you know, people from certain regions were at one time too black, or you know, you know, or too light, or too this and too that. Yeah. And now, if you dare say something about a black person not yeah. being attractive, oh, sure. they're like.
2: Crucified.
1: Appreciate that melanin. Appreciate that nostril. Appreciate right. that set of lips. You know like, who I love though. She does a lot.
2: Is it Lizzo or Lizzie? Lizzo,
1: Lizzo the singer. Yes. Is she? She's a singer or a rapper?
2: She's something.
1: Okay. She's yes.
2: But she is big and beautiful, and you are, and she and she fine, and you know, like it. It would be a. It was. For, I mean, if if you have a if you have a lot. You're not gonna just show everybody yeah a lot. You know what right. I'm saying? But the fact that like she's super confident in who she is, I watch I watch those videos. I don't watch a whole lot of wretchedness, okay? But I watch those videos and she's like she owns every part of her. And I think that's leading into her becoming the successful person because that 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 mindset transfers. Nothing about nothing wrong about me. I'm walking in every door like I own the place. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really, really, I can appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough about Lizzo. Um, unfortunately, just I've been tapped out and totally focused. So Lizzo, I'm about to look you up. I know who Lizzo is, mm-hmm. but the only reason I know who Lizzo is is because of the shock value that she uh, puts out on the Internet. Right. And um, I don't know enough about her to say whether it's confidence or insecurity. Mm. I just don't. So y'all don't cancel me for that. I don't know enough about Lizzo or anybody, right? Give me both
2: scenarios.
1: So sometimes you act with confidence, like with what you said. Like, I'm walking in because I'm so confident. I have been supported and loved on all my life. My mom and my dad told me I was amazing, and I believe this. And so you walk in and you do these things and you don't care. But sometimes um, it's an insecurity. We only do things out of two Two reasons, either love or fear, right? Our actions, every single last one of them are based in love or fear. And so insecurity because you've been, it could be insecurity because you've been picked on for so long, you've been this for so long, you've been told you couldn't for so long, and you hear Other people, you hear these uh, personal development coaches and positive Mm. people saying, you got to believe it, girl. You got to believe it. And so you are a lot. You're breaking through, leveraging your insecurities, beating people to the punch, basically saying, if I put it all out there, you can't hurt my feelings. Mm. I win. I'm going to put it all out there. And now you can't talk crap about me because I beat you to exposing my flaws. Right. And so. um, you know, I, I think it's beautiful and I think it's it's great when people are uh, and, and that's good. That's OK, yeah. because that, that could be, her, you know, anybody's way, not her. I don't know her, um, but that could be anybody's way of dealing with their insecurities. The, the important thing is that you deal with it yeah. um, and not be controlled by it. Sure. So, um, you know, um, I think she's a beautiful woman. I don't necessarily understand anybody feeling the need to be like, butt naked on the internet, (laughs) but there's a lane for that. There's a market for that. And if you're going to do it, do it with the confidence that she's, she's putting out there for sure.
2: So what are, what are some of the issues that you've come across just because you've been, I mean, in the music industry uh, business, you you've done, you've done a lot. So you've, you've put yourself in position, amongst, like, um, male-dominated industries. Mm-hmm. So I, I know you can get yourself in any room, right? Whether, from, from from before we hear you talk, they're going to invite you in a room because you walk with a certain confidence, attractive, obviously. But what are some of the issues that you come across when you get into those circles?
1: You know, let me say this, um, because I know somebody's going to have an issue with me saying, I don't believe any woman should be naked on the internet. <laughs> First of all, my my my
2: my daughter won't be.
1: She won't be and mine better not be. No, nah, we're not doing Deja. that. Deja. We're not. Girl, doing that. you already know. That's um, what you
2: do. I'm I'm not knock you. I'm just saying because of uh, before uh, you know, I'm married now but even before the way I looked at that person was with one thought. Mm-hmm. And even when I see the person dressed up, I still got that one thought.
1: Yeah. Well, and my my perspective on that is just a little different because uh, my my original social media was hacked. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't go all the way back to 2008 or whenever Facebook came about. But as you said, I was in the music industry. I was in an R&B hip-hop group. I was, you know, I rapped. I'm on the Atlanta scene. I was a party promoter. So Mm -hmm. I was in and out of the clubs. I owned a clothing store that had, um, you know, very adult clothing party clothes and things like that and so I was that girl at one time who was running around half-dressed right Mm -hmm. Um, you know I I I don't think I ever did like panties or anything on the internet but I did swimsuits for sure Mm -hmm. and not just in a way where I'm out on the beach having fun I did swimsuits to intentionally be provocative right Mm. because of the industry that I was in and the industry that I was promoting and at that time, you know, I really felt like that was necessary because everybody tells you sex sells. You got to be sexy, sex sells. And I really wish that I would have come up at a time in music. I, I actually, like, fell back on that because it started to mess with me. Like, it's cool when it's cool, but then I became a mom. And I'm like, I can't be out here putting out content that I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. And so the only reason that I say, you know, I don't believe that women have to be um, – so exposed on the internet or anywhere is because though I was never naked I was exposed more than I would be today mm. I was exposed more than I would be proud of my daughter seeing you know on on the internet and I know that that feeling that you have that this is a necessary thing for most people or for many for many people is fleeting it's temporary yeah. and so I have certain regrets like I wish I would have stuck to my guns and said no this mm-hmm. this take me or leave me and I wish you know there's so many artists music artists who came behind my time in the industry that proved mm-hmm. you could be yourself yeah. you can be fully dressed you can be this that and the other you don't have to be out there with the bottom of your booty cheeks hanging out mm-hmm. and you know all this stuff you can promote parties and still you know but it just didn't work that way for women at that time mm-hmm. it had to be ultra sexy right. Um, and so now that I am a mom and have been a mom for a while, I just don't, you know, I always consider now that I'm aware, now that I'm woke (laughs) insider, now Mm. that I'm woke, am I putting out things that I would be proud for my daughter to Mm. see? Um, there's a, uh, there's a young lady on social media. This brings me to her. Can I say her name on here? Yeah, of course. I believe it's bundle of Brittany. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Bundle of Brittany. Yep, that's her. Bundle of Britney. And she has five million followers on the gram. Wow. And I followed her some years ago originally because she I mean, her body is insane. It is crazy insane. Oh, yeah, I'm
2: not gonna follow her before I even get to the page.
1: Right. Well, I followed you her follow some,
2: nobody with an insane body.
1: It's insane. I love my Right. Life. I followed yeah. her several years ago because she was really into fitness. And I was into women who were into fitness. I wanted to do home workouts. She, she did, you know, that kind of stuff. And then as time went on and she started to become more popular and her following started to grow, she started to become more and more provocative. Mm. And then she landed on one of the reality shows and felt like it was okay to say that she slept with all these guys, dealt with all of these guys wow. with no apologies. And, you know, she was basically okay being you know what she was right and she was very in tune you know and and there were some people who were like oh she's a hoe or this that and the other and then there were other people who were like oh she's empowered and in tune with her sexuality and you go girl and well today she released this video on her instagram page she's in a relationship now um That she's been in for a while and she released this video on her Instagram page and said, well, my my, my best friend and I were talking about her, ironically, a couple of days ago. And I said, man, you know, I I was kind of disappointed that she went that route because I I followed her for fitness inspiration. And then it just kind of got weird on her page. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything was like about that. You know what life. And we were just talking about that. And my best friend forwarded me a video today where she's like fully dressed. She looks just like you know, oh. classy woman and she's basically in this video saying, Hey, listen, while I don't have any regrets because my journey, every every decision that I made is responsible for where I am right now, while that's not while I don't have regrets, I don't want to be that person anymore.
4: Mm.
1: I don't want to be I'm not that person. I wanna be a girlfriend. I wanna be respected, not because you know, of who I slept with or how naked I am and I just wanna be a good person and you can tell that she's been she's been really, really involved in personal development yeah. just by the things that she's saying. And you know, that's 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 the epiphany that many women have. She who, probably lost
2: mad followers today.
1: Well and she said, I don't even care. <laughs> she's like she if going y'all
2: five million to three today.
1: Yes. She's like, I don't even care if y'all unfollow me. But the thing is it's like because now looking back i know that epiphany is had by so many women yeah. i just wish i could just be like older you is gonna recognize you didn't yeah, have to do that
2: for sure for sure and I hope somebody's catching it right now and they have an opportunity to look down the line okay okay it, it's fun right now i'm in tune with my body and all that kind of stuff but um india okay let's And put but this men
1: gotta stop celebrating that if that's if that's what you want, we'll always celebrate it. Well, yeah,
2: well, we'll always celebrate. As long
1: as you celebrate but, it, we always gonna give it to but you. But you'll
2: find you'll find somebody that won't celebrate it. Yeah. So in the event, so uh, when I met my wife, I went through her page and I remember I remember showing my uh, my best friend her page like, yo, look, she's not revealed nowhere. Like I'm talking about like the little back shot where you kind of do a little back. She had none. of I remember this conversation with my friend like, yo, ain't none of that. She only got a few followers. Oh, this the one. This the one.
1: Honestly, that was the conversation. Shout out to Dre.
2: In the event that I scrolled down and I saw like even hints of that, I would say I I don't there's too many people that saw this person I want to build this empire with. They saw what I see. I'm straight.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's that's absolutely your...
2: And, yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah. that I just remember me going through it with my boy like, yo, I'm talking about ain't no... It wasn't nothing provocative. She ain't mm-hmm. have her breasts out. Or, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. But that was one of the things that caught my eye about her. And I said, oh...
1: Well, your girls still be out. Sometimes we make a debut, okay?
4: Uh, (laughs) 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 Listen, listen. It ain't
1: nothing wrong. No, but here's here's also what I understand in dealing with people on a you know on a personal development level, and and with the climate of the economy uh, of the world that we're in right now, with you know all these movements, but especially with the you know protect black women and black women matter 2 movement. I am blown away by the number. It, it just makes sense. There are more women who have dealt with some type of sexual trauma, mm. right? Whether it was physical or verbal or just some really bad, uh, you know, um, situation. And there's so there. It, it appears to be more women than not who have a, a Me Too story, and that's why yeah. the Me Too movement is so powerful sure. to to this day. And I think there's some correlation there. I think it does something to a young girl when she faces certain situations from from people at a young age, right? Yeah. Um, so I think all that makes sense. I think that it is absolutely within your right to say things like, I don't want a woman who was exposed on the Internet. Yeah. Um, I think there's also really respectable about a man who can say, wow, I can see potential behind yeah, this woman sure. and – I would love to grow with her. I understand where she is and I want to grow with her. Uh, But but that's not your responsibility because I definitely don't want to have to, like, completely transition some man. Right. For Sure. Um, But but there are people who are willing to do that. There are this guy that, you know, in the example of Bundle of Britney, obviously she met a man who was willing to peel back those layers Mm -hmm. and get to the root And there was a problem with her. She, you know, she kind of admitted it, got to the root of why she felt like this was the way to go. And then once you deal with that, then you find out, you know, am I doing this because I love myself so much? And if you are, girl, get it. Mm -hmm. But am I doing it because I'm insecure? And if you are, girl, you don't have to.
2: You know, uh, one, I one this video. I'll never forget it. Erica Badu. She's had a very clean.
1: That video where she got bucket naked. I
2: mean, walking through the streets.
1: Erica was fine. Fine.
2: <laughs> in that in that video, I didn't look. It it didn't seem like. Oh, she's like. It, it really seemed like art.
1: It was art. That now, was art to me. The way she art. did that. Yeah, I don't. I don't get from that that. She did it out of any type of insecurity, or you know, the woman's body is beautiful. A man's body is beautiful, and there is a place for it to be displayed openly for the public to see, mm. for sure. Um And I don't think you and I are talking about that kind of place. Erica Badu did it in, you know, I was I was shocked. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yo, I,
2: you know, I I didn't. Yo, forget the nakedness and all. I looked at it like wow because she was in the street. Do you mm-hmm. see the video? Oh. So he's this dope. I mean, it's the, it's classic stuff. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah, how old are you? I'm 25.
1: 25. Definitely hey, too young for that. He's he was child. like fourth grade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so it, it was just just this powerful video, and at the end of it, literally in the street. This isn't like Through a neighborhood. Through it, it was like in the city. It was like in a city. Yeah, I maybe believe. So. So she's walking, and I think she's like walking towards the sun or something like that, and I think she might have took off one piece of clothes, take off her shoes, and then she winds up taking off her pants, and she's in like a bra and panties, and then she starts taking it off. In the middle of the street, when I looked at it, it wasn't,
3: oh, she's about to get naked, let's go.
2: But I was looking at it, and I saw myself like, wow, I don't have that much, I'm not that secure to do that. It was empowering for me to,
4: yeah.
2: I'm like, yo, how could somebody really just literally just let it all go and be exp- in front of everybody? I don't care who it, it was empowering for me. And
1: that's why some people are so judgmental about, mm-hmm. you know, nakedness, maybe even me, because I'm not that confident to like, just get butt naked on the worldwide web. Mm-hmm. Like that's unlimited views.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it
1: never <goes> away. <laughs> that never goes away. Like that legit is, unlimited views and so I'll just say this though I am I am not judging from a place of like looking down upon because thank God there were no cam- cameras around mm-hmm. when I was growing up like in my 20s and stuff. Oh, yeah, for just, sure. just thank God for sure. Um, and, and it's funny because I'm on this site and there's this actress Bella Thorne mm-hmm. I see do you know who Bella Thorne is she I was heard on the her. Disney channel I heard and she she was a former Disney star she had this show I forget the name of the, the show but she was huge and I see I'm typing her did, name,
2: and I see OnlyFans.
1: Two just made two million dollars on OnlyFans <sighs> this week. What's up with these Disney stars who just?
4: Wow. These
1: kid, these child stars from Disney just always end up doing something real strange for the change later on down the line. But mm. two million bucks on OnlyFans, and I got to read into it because it's featured on Entrepreneur.com, which makes me believe that there has to be some type of a spin um let's see yeah i mean i can't believe oh well never mind <laughs> mm.
2: what what did you find
1: uh she just her you know anytime the picture
2: with only fans are they getting I, I don't know a whole lot about only fans i just know it's like maybe it's like the online you got one Isaiah, you know exactly, you looking at it like, uh uh-huh, oh yeah, only. So they really getting like. they doing some bangs. Really? It's like pornography? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So really? you're allowed to, you know, for all these, basically, it's like the. It's I'm thinking it's
2: Patreon with a bunch of, you know.
1: No. It's it's like the next step from – it's allowing these models who get – who are comfortable being in the bear on Instagram and stuff to now have a place to get paid for it. And Bella's statement was that she's using this platform as an uncensored and more intimate way to connect with fans, if that answers your question.
2: An uncensored and more intimate way to connect with
4: fans. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. She says with the with all the algorithm and politics of other social media platforms, this allows me to connect more one on one with my clo- with my closest supporters. So um, you know, with that being said, this is a photo. Do you have
2: to get naked on there or can I connect no. with my fans too?
1: You can connect with your fans, but people the the customer base who are on OnlyFans. They're not looking for entrepreneurship. Um, tips, right?
2: I want to get intimate with my fans but and let there, them know what I'm going through behind the scenes. There
1: is someone who's leveraging OnlyFans and saying she's getting you. Gosh, I forget who it was, but I saw this a couple of months ago. Oh, actually, Bella says no. She's not doing nudity. Okay, so she's not doing nudity. It's not required. So I know that OnlyFans, like there was there was this model who was featured for making like four million bucks because she shows her feet. Um, well, I'm all about that. Listen, if you like feet... I might start an OnlyFans. Get an
2: OnlyFans. I might know? start. Get but one so you can see the the inner workings.
1: You get one too, and then let's let's analyze the inner inner workings together.
2: Let me ask my wife, and I'm I'm down.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do right an answer. OnlyFans. Oh, right we yes, 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 Dre. Let's talk about this because I just got an idea. We're not going to put it on the on the podcast, but I got an idea. You know, hold, oh,
2: here's the only thing I, reason I can't do it. I'm sorry. The um the cancel culture is too thick.
1: Well, no, because the I,
2: screenshot of David Shands on OnlyFans especially if I got like even if it's a a cool picture like this and I got the dreamy eyes you can't do the
1: creep picture you cannot do a creep picture. I can do the white skin eyes no 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 so here's here's the cool thing OnlyFans is an entrepreneurial tool and I think people are just monetizing like what if it's a way that you can now go live as much as you do on Instagram but now you can get paid two and three and four and fourteen dollars from all of your fans for it hmm it's just the way to monetize your content easily, right? Though, I think it started, you know, kind of like, what was that? Back page, black page? All
3: right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts.
5: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Page? I'm like, you don't know. It,
3: Isaiah always
5: know,
2: don't he? It's, it's back page.
1: Weren't you like 10 when that was the thing?
2: Wait a thing? I had cousins. Oh, now you had cousins. You are different.
1: So I was never on Backpage. I Backpage. I think, was it a dating site?
2: Um. No, I thought, I, I, I thought it was just... Um, you just meet people to
1: get down and dirty. Get down and dirty. Yeah. So I was never. I I I have been on some dating sites, but I was never involved. Back when Backpage was a thing, I was still side eyeing um online dating. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there yet. So right. that's that's that. Are you are you? Wow. So, the so this account?
2: is no the New York Times. How only fans changed sex work fee forever. OnlyFans has put X-rated entertainment in the hands of its entertainers. Call it the paywall of porn. So I'll read this part. It says, every day, hundreds of men pay Danny Harwood to enact their sexual fantasies and boost their self-esteem. Sometimes her clothes come off. Sometimes she dresses up as a nurse or a dominant. The people are entertained. Did did this get get launched during uh, COVID?
1: I don't think so. I think it It was was before before COVID. Google it. Yeah. I think OnlyFans has been around for a while. Um, and many, many people have, have kind of gone to it. But think about it. If you... Porn is just... It doesn't require all this major production. So if you have a camera mm-hmm. and a house or a bed or a venue of some sort to entertain wow. your people, cut the middleman out. Like, if, you, if you're going to do it, be entrepreneurial about it, for real. And cut out all these directors and producers and just... Put on your
2: own show. Wow. It launched in 2016 as a website for social media performers to allow their followers to subscribe for a monthly fee to see clips and photos. Little is known about the parent company, Phoenix International, whatever. In October 2018, however, the owner, Leon, owner of Freecams, became a person of significant control with over 75% ownership of the parent company. So I don't think it started out as... Oh, so look. It was
1: for entertainers.
2: It was for entertainers. And then what happened in 2018? Leonid Radvinsky, who's the owner of FreeCams, which is an American website providing live webcam performances by models typically featuring nudity and sexual activity, often ranging from striptease. So he became a person of significant significant control with over 75% of ownership. Of the parent company. So the parent company started OnlyFans. I guess this person became 75% owner of the parent company, Mm -hmm. and that person already has a kind of eluded, eluded, sex explicit, a company like that.
1: Okay. And he just changed
2: OnlyFans into that.
1: Got you. Because it's more lucrative, I'm sure. Sex sales. Dang. Right? Sex sales. You ever. Are you gonna pay or is the average man gonna pay to see their favorite entertainer? Is is, <laughs> is the average man gonna pay to see their favorite entertainer naked and you know, in suggestive pose, or is he gonna pay for poster pictures that he can hang on his wall? Which one are you gonna subscribe to them for?
2: And here's the thing about it, as an entrepreneur we teach people find your gift and monetize
3: your
1: gift. I am on the floor. <laughs> Ladies, that is not your gift. Fellas, that is not your gift. You
3: just gotta, no, no, here's the thing. But
1: find something that you're already good at. So, so put yourself in this
2: position. So put yourself in this position. You're beautiful, you work out every day, you got this body, but you, you don't know how to take a product and sell it. You don't know how to like create a company, but you do have this body. Or and you know, you God gave you this attractive to some people thing or whatever, and you can take your gift and show it to people for money.
1: I mean, I think it's cool if that's if that's what you want to do. I, I'm just tired of saying but on the internet. I just am like I'm tired of saying everybody's behind on the internet. Mm. I'm just there's just so much of it. It's just it just all looks the same. Everybody's you know got the same workout plan or the same doctor and it's just you know what i mean like cool on it mm,
2: i'm so glad i'm not i didn't come out super attractive and i didn't have it because oh, if i was attractive and i had no talents you never know i'm you just never saying know.
1: like i just think women are so overexposed in the sexual space i don't see men on instagram with their schlongs exposed you know what i mean like Get that word from I, I don't even know where that word comes from <laughs> But I couldn't think of another word, and David is so PG thirteen, so I had to come up with something Gee, real quick. Goodness gracious! Um, but you know, I don't see, I don't see sites for you know, not straight men. You know, anyway, I, point me to the IG that's popping like that, and then I may have a different perspective. But all of this goes to how important it is to have a side hustle and find something to monetize. Yes,
2: even if it's
1: no. But- <laughs> We are not promoting that. Right. Not, but here's,
2: not, but here's, here's the trade-off. People seeing you now and risking, um, risking your future brand for right now money. Because yeah. there's a risk in that. Right? Well, you know,
1: here's the thing. I know I say that a lot. How many times you guys have I said, here's the thing in this episode? But here's the thing. <laughs> I believe that it's so acceptable now because – we're so forgiving now. It used to be. I mean, not forgiving.
2: First, I think just we're in that free thinker. No, free we're forgiving.
1: World. the The freaking first lady right now has nude stuff out everywhere, and she's the first lady. She is, you know, helping. Does she really? I, oh my god!
2: What's her name? Is, is it Ivanka or Melania? Melania. Melania Melania I don't even know our first lady's name <laughs> like Trump oh because she was a model
1: she was a model but she's like butt booty naked really yes and I mean she may have done let me see she's got all these naked pictures she's done some really 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 sexually explicit like campaign
2: first lady America's um,
1: different yeah and this is our first lady like he, you know if 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 that were Michelle Obama when Barack was running, it would never have flown. They never. would have torn that to shreds. Never. So we actually are just in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw it?
2: I mean, it's not naked. It's just... No, <coughs> let me see which one you're looking at. No.
1: Because it's naked.
2: It's not naked.
1: It's uh, The one with her boobs out and stuff?
2: Which one are you looking at?
1: Well, I'm not looking at anything right I'm now. I'm not
2: looking at this stuff, okay? But that... You're right. That's crazy. Okay, I, I never look, even saw that. That's
1: that's a photo. This is our. Oh no! So I didn't know no, was first that, lady. No. Which and one? This, this one. Oh. And look at this photo, and oh, the wow. whole photo is available. Right, this is and just,
2: it's, it's blurred out. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: So unbelievable. Yeah, this is our first lady. So we live in such you know people are willing to forgive what they're willing to forgive for who they're willing to forgive it for. So one person can do something and they're canceled. Another person does something and it's like oh, you know, this person uh, just needs guidance. They need a mentor. Mm. They need therapy. They need this, that, and the other. And we see that more and more and more and more every single day.
2: Wow. Yo, that's crazy. Our first lady got news on the
4: internet.
1: Has news on the internet. I mean, <laughs> our first lady was a Rolling Stone woman's version of it. So, wow. you know, that's, wow, that's wow, the wow. case. And so, yeah. So anyway, um, I don't I don't even think people are concerned with what it could potentially do to their future self because there are no consequences. Yeah, Nobody's losing endorsements for being naked online. Right. Not anymore. It, right. used, to it be. used to be. Yeah, for sure. It used to be nobody, you know, women to, to, to women like me, it looks like, man, they coming up like mm-hmm. the H O E S is out here winning. Right. <laughs> right. Cause you're getting the good men and you know, it, from what we perceive, I don't right, know what's happening right, behind right. the scenes, right? So you're you're getting all this stuff, and um, and it's because we as a culture have become so forgiving. There yeah. are no consequences, and there is no clear definition between what's right and what's wrong. And even if there were, who gets to decide yeah. what's right and what's wrong?
2: Yeah, and just just don't risk it out there of saying, I'm going to do some stuff right now to get the bag. It can come back on you. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, and so with that being said, you know, maybe people are not so forgiving in this way, but definitely don't be out here in these streets doing illegal stuff um, to get the bag because, you know, that that exists. And that's that's heavy right now, especially with with the times that we're in. Yeah. People are willing to do, uh, you know, whatever they're willing to do to get money and just don't have your name attached to anything like that. But. Starting a side hustle is absolutely necessary.
2: Absolutely. So let's get some tips on side hustle and get your questions ready, Isaiah. I think every week we need to just get Isaiah's questions because he is a a uh, starting entrepreneur. So I'm just going to put it out there. Okay, we need to know where you are right now. So if you record this podcast long enough, we'll see your elevation and then yeah, you'll be different. And we'll be like, oh, remember when Isaiah used to work at Top Golf? So actually, Isaiah, you just Isaiah,
1: what's up with the um? We we going to Top Golf after this though, like? Are you the plug?
6: I'm the plug, so I am the plug. You are the plug. So what happened is because I'm
4: guest services, (laughs) so
6: every employee gets to play for
2: free with six people. Word. So we live.
6: Whoever comes with me, they play in there. What's your off days? My off days, I do not know. They got me Wednesday and Thursday, but I feel like it's.
2: okay do you, Just have, for do, you have, record. do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend I don't, I don't know what your situation is okay okay what i'm too focused right now that, what you, you never know
4: How
6: about like significant i met some
2: i met somebody um she said she's into people
6: mm-hmm.
2: not men not women people and here's the thing. Into maybe, um, so I was like, what about a trans? She said, maybe. Like, beautiful, beautiful woman. And she's, like, into the person. So I said, do you want to end up with a man or a woman? She's like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm just into people. So this could be accepting. I'm not going to ask them, okay? Just leave it alone. I don't want to ask you. We're All right. So- that
1: is none of our business. Before David gets himself canceled, because again. I'm gonna get canceled. I don't know. Just know that I can't get canceled. That's like asking
2: somebody if they have a boyfriend, if, they, if they're with hey, somebody he a or, they're or a single
1: girlfriend. Oh, you're married. Husband or wife?
2: A wife. Okay. I wouldn't be offended. I mean, I'd be you like, a wife? I shouldn't
1: be offended, but it's like nosy. And if it was a
2: husband, I'd be like, husband?
1: I'd be like, mind your business.
2: <laughs> Let me just get back to the bit. All right, so get your questions together. Isaiah okay oh, so Isaiah works at Top Golf he just he actually just started and his goal right now is to get a laptop so that's pretty cool 800 bucks he's going to get this laptop and then you're going to get a what camera. he's going to get a camera how much is the camera the uh, camera is going to be about 1000 about 1000 so he needs about 1800 2000 so just remember this point where Isaiah is trying to get his camera and his laptop so we'll be able to see the growth of Isaiah. Ain't that cool?
1: I think that's cool. What, Archela- when are you getting that? So uh, I'm trying to get my laptop by the end of the month. Uh, you mean good. by Monday? Not by Monday, but next month. See how confusing? By the end growth? of next month. Oh, you, you, you see how, how confusing that he's, is? He's
2: probably just said by the end of the month. A bunch of times.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Number one, by the end of the month. And I'm like, you mean by Monday, number one. And then by the end of what month? Right? So if you keep saying, I'm going to get it by the end of the month, you're going to keep on. There was a net in here. The net's right there. Where?
2: Right
1: here. It's right here. It's right here.
2: Oh, we got a net. All right. I'm sorry. It's not even a net. It's a fruit fly, I think.
1: (laughs) Do you have like bananas or something in here? No. Okay. So anyway, you have to put a date on it. So your date is September 30th. 2020. Not just September 30th, but September 30th, 2020. And when you say that, you have to see yourself with this laptop by that day. So on September 30th, you are literally, you know, or or before, you're literally unboxing your laptop and, you know, syncing your iCloud and Mm -hmm. all those beautiful things. See that every single day and know that that's what you're working for. And every dollar that you can spare, put to it.
2: And what are you going to do to get this $800 for this laptop? Uh, Working at top golf
6: Extra hours to save my money.
1: So have you actually sat down to calculate how many hours it's going to take What's of work in order to get that in the next 30 days? Well, then you what don't have to a goal. It? Come on. You don't have a goal. Your goal is incomplete, right? So you can't just say, I'm going to have it by the, your goal has to be realistic. And so if the only thing that you're using to accomplish this goal is your job, if your job between now and the end of September isn't going to pay you the $800 that you need, then the goal is unrealistic.
2: Do you realize, so how many, what's today? No, we don't want to so say today. So we're just going to start because, September 1st. Okay, September 1st.
1: So that's 30 days.
2: 30 days, and we need $800, which is $26 a day. You got to make $26 every day. If I asked you to go make $26 today, how would you do it? That's a good question. 26 bucks, you need to make 26 bucks today. What would you do? why don't you just make some t-shirts man make some t-shirts and don't use any of your paycheck money to get a, a laptop won't you use your paycheck money to get money to buy t-shirts and use the money that you're going to use to buy t-shirts to buy the laptop you never thought about that, No. you never thought about that
1: that's entrepreneurship that's yeah it's being innovative Eight hundred. Mm-hmm.
2: That's easy. Mm-hmm. It's freaking easy. And then you can use the laptop to set up like websites and stuff like that. So that you can use the money from the t-shirts and the, the website and stuff you're using on your computer to make new designs to buy the camera.
1: But what if he didn't even have the job at Top Golf?
2: If you didn't have a job at Top Golf, what would you do?
1: Well, that's
6: definitely a good question because I'll be honest with you: being unemployed because of the whole COVID nineteen, I didn't really even have. a yeah. Like, honestly, I ain't really have a plan because I was like so discouraged. I've been no. working ever since I was 18. Wow. So Were you end, laid off? I was laid off. Okay. In COVID 19, I was a manager and they laid me off. And wow. I was depending on my unemployment check to pay bills. And then mm. that ended. And then I was like, oh, no.
2: When you lost your job, did you have money saved?
6: Definitely did. Good. My mom and dad definitely installed
2: that in me. Well. Good, good, good.
6: So that money I did have before my unemployment because my unemployment did not hit right. until May. Right. I got laid off in
2: March, mm. so I
6: was relying on my money. That but I they saved. hit you with that
2: back pay, though. That back pay. They hit you with the back pay. I was
6: paying all my stuff, I was like,
1: yeah, okay. Can you imagine being in your 20s saying something like, man, I got laid off in March, and I didn't get that unemployment till May? <laughs> 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 Do you know the difference between a 20-something-year-old and a 40-year-old mm. saying, I went two months without a check?
2: Yeah. That's real.
1: Especially when I still have mom and dad. Mm. I just That's so cute, though. I, I do admire. I, everybody struggles at their own level, right? And no struggle is better than the other or worse than the other. But what would you do if you did not have that job and you needed to get that laptop in order to start making some money? If
6: I didn't have the money, like, with the job, I would definitely do, like, uh, what do you call those uh, plates that you cook? Because I like to cook. -hmm. I love to cook. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not one of the things I want to do as a career, but I love to cook. So I would do side plates. And be like, okay, well, every 15th of the month, we're going to do this. This is the menu. Mm -hmm. We're
4: going
6: to have lobster. We're going to have macaroni cheese. We're going to have potato salad. The dessert's going to be cheesecake.
1: You know what I would do? If I'm using that idea, if I love to cook. I'm not selling plates. I'm selling recipes, right? Mm. I'm, 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 I'm so looking... Come on, talk good, Dottie. Let,
2: <laughs> let it boil. Let it boil.
1: I am going to tease you with these delicious meals that I put on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But see, selling plates isn't really scalable as a one-person team. Selling recipes is. Yep. So while I can't deliver to... Every single state that may see this plate and every person that's salivating over this plate, I may not be able to deliver 10 meals or prepare 10 meals. You may not even have the money to, uh, you know, constantly put these kind of meals out there. But what you can do is one really delicious lobster dish that people fall in love with and you sell the recipe mm-hmm. over, and over and over and over and over and over and over again.
4: Yeah.
1: One meal, one signature dish, sell the recipe, right? Right. And then you start making money and you say, wow, this really took off. Let me cook another meal, Mm -hmm. sell the recipe. And so you started a business cooking something that you were going to eat anyway using your cell phone to take a photo of it. And before you know it, you have two or three laptops or Mm -hmm. money for two or three laptops. Right. And so and this is this is really a lesson because so many people struggle with, well, if I have nothing, how do I start? Yeah. Well, what do you like to do? Mm -hmm. You can monetize anything. I just posted in my group uh maybe a week or so ago, I came across this couple who is like breaking the internet in their business teaching people how to use double dutch to get fit.
4: Mm. They're breaking
1: the internet, Mm. teaching people how to use. Do you know how many black little girls all over the world are masters at double dutch, but nobody ever thought to monetize that? Right, right. Right? So, when you are in a position. When you're in a position where you need to start this side hustle, but you don't necessarily have startup costs, what can you start with right now? What do you have access to right now? Um, I know that if I needed to get $800 today, the first thing that I'm doing is selling that bag's gonna go
4: mm-hmm.
1: and all the other bags you know i'm gonna detach from things that are valuable but not making me any money or bringing me any real fulfillment right yeah, for sure so those things are gonna go but i can cook so i'm thinking okay i got i got a recipe and that's what people want they always ask what did you put in this what did you yeah. put in that link in bio for recipe sure. available for five bucks right and then you get enough of those recipes and, and then what do you do a recipe book, Mm -hmm. and you start selling the recipe book. And then what do you do with that? Maybe start a cooking club, a membership, and now you're bringing in some residual income, right? Mm -hmm. And now you have this happening for you in the background off of one product that you created one time while you're off building the other business that you really want to be building, but you can be secure in your income using your passion to cook a meal.
2: And if if, if you don't do that, you can set up an OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. and you might have
1: mm-hmm. no you can right so you take that same lobster and you get on only fans and now you appeal to the people who like who actually get off on yeah, watching you yeah, eat. that's a, uh, that's a you, you start, um, thing i forget Ooh. what it's called but you you start eating and you get real sloppy with it people love it and will pay you for it so now you know we just y'all we just took a young man who simply likes to cook who needs some money and gave him an idea of how to use his passion to cook a dish that he was gonna make anyway. Mm-hmm. And we just gave him what three or four different ways to, sure. to to monetize it.
2: Yeah, and that's fifty percent of the work. Mm-hmm. And now, you got to do something with it.
1: So if I'm you, forget Top Golf. Keep doing your job at Top Golf. Mm-hmm. Go cook a meal.
2: Yeah. If
1: you're that good, I'll buy the recipe as soon as you post it. I buy it too. And then the people who see this. They're gonna come buy it too.
2: For sure. We want you For to sure. get that laptop. Bro, there's so many ways to get <laughs> money out here. If you have absolutely nothing but it, a talent, like, you know, like, even um, there are people who want a nice meal but don't feel like making it. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, you literally just come over to their house. They get everything. You tell them what to get and you cook it. And that's a nice little date idea. I mm-hmm. will come cook for your date.
1: And that's that's what you call a high ticket service because, Ooh. you know, you can either on a low ticket in appeal to people and just sell them the recipe. You don't have the budget to be choosy about what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Here's the recipe. But then there's someone like David who says, I'm completely out of preparing a lobster and asparagus and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Come over and provide that service for me. Absolutely. But if you need me in your house to prepare a dish for you and serve you, that comes at a totally different bad. cost. Totally different cost. No overhead. Two or three come. of those. You got your laptop in the week.
2: For sure, hundred percent. And here's here's the thing. And you'll get to this. Le- How do you? Twenty five. So I I was twenty five when I started my sleep is for suckers t shirt business. So twenty two and a half years from twenty five, I was able to quit and become a full time entrepreneur. But the the average person thinks, wow, I need to make some money. I gotta go get a job. <laughs> But you'll get to a point where your mind totally redirects to what can I do right now to make some money? There's always, a, if it goes down to my last dollar and I hate cutting grass, but I understand that grass will never stop growing. And all I need is a lawnmower and a truck to carry the lawnmower. And I'm going to go cut grass. This The fruit fly is still here. It's It's, still here. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going anywhere. No. But that that is my, that's just where my mind goes. I need some money for a bill. It it doesn't automatically go to, I need to drive for Uber. I need to go get a job somewhere. At some point, you are going to start to live off your own ideas, and I can't wait for the day. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, the question is, though, are you going to do it?
2: Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? No. So look at, you just, it. Look at, him. Look at The
1: it. look down just told me. Yeah. This, With the smile, side. too. He yeah. smiled the, and looked the down. The look down, the blush, right. like, oh, so you're going to call me out, out. This wasn't yeah. just an example question. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> and you may not do what we're saying, but do something. We're trying to jog the brain mm-hmm. because there's a way to make $26 today.
1: Well, and, and, and I, I actually will challenge you. To do exactly what we just gave you the plug on, because that's what you said you would do. Mm-hmm. That's the first thought that came to your mind, and and the important part of doing that is that you then become the proof to other people that you can literally take something that you have right now that you think is so minor, mm-hmm. make money off of it. Yeah, make money off of it, right?
2: You're gonna get to that. You're gonna get to that mindset where you start to think, I need this. How do I get it?
1: Mm-hmm. I hired a young lady during the during the pandemic to create slides for me. I'm fully capable of creating slides, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like it. I would rather do other things. I would rather be creating new content. I might rather be watching Netflix. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is that I want to do doesn't matter. I don't want to do these slides.
4: Yeah, for sure. So, what is your fee? Yeah.
1: What is your fee, right? And this is just something, you know, I didn't know her to be in business. She uh, had posted, you know, a slide that she did for a project at her job, and she was saying that she was so excited about said project. And I'm like, yo, how much would you charge if you could get this back to me in 48 hours? Mm-hmm. I paid her her fee. Guess what she's doing now? After she delivered my slides to, to me, I said, you should really think about this as a side hustle.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You should think about it as a side hustle. Um, and, and, and not only is she doing that, she's created, I showed her how to, Here's a here's a niche, I showed her how to create presentation slides that were engaging mm-hmm. for educators. Right. Now that they have to teach via Zoom and keep these kids engaged some way, right. just sitting there face-to-face with them is going to become boring and mundane. Create wow-factor slide templates that educators can purchase from you
4: mm-hmm.
1: and put mm-hmm. their content on. Yep. And she literally has a side hustle doing just that right now.
2: Look, I'm on Ink Magazine. 20 businesses you can start for less than $20. 20 businesses you can start for less than $20. Pet sitting, house sitting, babysitting, sitting. <laughs>
1: sitting.
2: Someone will pay you to sit down somewhere. Like, don't go to where. Just watch this. Just, just
1: sit down and watch, watch this. House sitting. <laughs>
2: house sitting, babysitting, pet sitting, blogging and promoting it. Set up your own website using a free service like Wix or WordPress and start creating original content for the world to see Number five, direct sales. Trying the direct sales route can cost as low as $10 depending on the company. Avon, Mary Kay, or whatever. Selling used books. Dang. Sell books that are sitting around your house for a profit on one of several online sites like bookscooter.com. Once you start making money, you can buy more expensive used books and sell them for even more. I love it. Cleaning. Do you clean well? I had, so when we, when we have my wife bought our house, we had a guy come and deep clean our house. Literally, I want to say my man charged—I don't know what he charged—but he was there all day. Mm-hmm. My house seemed like super little, but he was there all day. Shame and it's I, a big
1: house.
2: Oh, it's not a big house, but the the he came and he spent the whole day. And I might have paid—it might have been like a hundred fifty dollars or something like that. But he spent the whole day, right? I wasn't mad at it. Now he's undercharging. And I don't think, and he's not that good. It took him forever to get it done, and all day it just it, it was all right, right? But he made one hundred fifty dollars that day. If somebody, if you go to work at Top Golf, you're not going to make one hundred fifty dollars. But he just had an idea. I think he he put up there, "Yo, I'll clean your house." I said, "All right, come on, let's do it." So, um, cleaning, driving for Uber or Lyft, it's free to sign up and. Um, if your vehicle doesn't meet the required standards, try a rental solution from either of the two. So Lyft and Uber got us, figure it. So figured out they'll give you the car.
1: Mm-hmm. They'll finance you a vehicle. They'll
2: finance the vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Consulting. <laughs> That's funny. Anybody can consult. Tutoring. Tutoring. You can learn a subject and teach it to kids, especially now. Goodness gracious. Professional organizing. Become a professional organizer with help from social media. A locally targeted Facebook ad, for example, costs $20 or less. Professional organizing.
1: Mm-hmm. Operate the camera for podcasts.
2: Operate the camera. Well, I'm not going to pay you because this is interning.
1: <laughs> well, this is interning, but, you know, for someone who's 100%. watching.
2: Yeah, yeah. Isaiah will operate your camera. Tour guiding. Offer tour guides by signing up for free with a one of the sites of I don't know what that. Is. I have one, one called available. What you got?
1: Proofread. Mm. If you are really great at identifying, you know, errors in text, get paid to proofread.
2: Mhm. Tax preparing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to learn it. Flea market vending. I don't know if flea markets still exist. Selling mm-hmm. on Etsy and eBay. Running errands number 16. Professional errand running
6: mm-hmm. is a
2: popular niche if you have spare time and preferably a vehicle. Join TaskRabbit. For an immediate customer base,
1: mm-hmm.
2: freaking errand running.
1: Mm-hmm. Rent out your car. Those of you who are in quarantine right now, you're not going anywhere. You just have that car sitting in the garage Turo. or the driveway. Rent the vehicle there. What what is that? Turo. Turo. Turo you can put yep. your you can put your vehicle on Turo and allow people to rent your vehicle. But there's another one where people can literally is that Toro where they can just no. There's another one where people you can put like a lockbox on your car mm. and people can just come and if they see that your vehicle is available they just come and activate oh, the little wow. lockbox and bring it back. Yeah. Yo,
2: look at number seventeen: delivering food. I'm
1: not on that site. Become
2: an in, okay. I was just saying, look at it, not you. <laughs> look at become an independent contracted delivery partner with one of the many food apps. Some include Caviar, DoorDash, Postmates, or whatever. Freelance bartending, training dogs.
1: Here's my favorite one. What's that? Plug it. What I do. Start a course.
2: Start a Create course. Create a course.
1: Create a course and sell it. You know, people really underestimate that. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to sell a course or I don't want to create a course. So many of us are the plug for so many things. Mm-hmm. Like what do people always come to you for? Yeah. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with yeah. this? Well, create a course for it. People need it. Yeah.
2: Writing services. resumes. If you're good at getting jobs, you could be a business by teaching people how to get a job. There's so many different ways to get money out here.
1: You can teach, you can make money teaching people how to get a job you can make money teaching people how to get a side hustle (laughs) Ah, oh the genius in that (laughs)
2: right oh man listen we we about to get i isaiah come up with come up with these questions man what we got
1: okay first question well first
6: of all i just want to say after hearing what she was talking about manifesting uh, nothing that i said
2: oh, sparked yeah. it hey, okay. hey, hey
1: hey 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 why do you always have to compete with me like Hold every single day
2: nothing <laughs> i said resonated okay all right cool go for it okay
6: so one of the things that really really like spot out hit me was, was, was what, what i said about shit, can't
1: stand dying. Okay.
6: and also how you was talking about how when you was on the train talking on the phone and people were like to holler at you and you like no, no, no. I'm the same exact way. Like my friends have to tell me. They're like Isaiah, put your blinders down. I'm like no, because I don't got
1: time for that. Oh, they mm-hmm. be beating you down at the train station. they be, be, you. be, be trying be, to. They like, be no, at you, man. Like,
6: my female friends would be like, oh that girl looking at you. I'm like really, I don't care. All
1: right, oh well. Oh well, no, don't be closed off. I've changed.
2: Look, they be getting, don't, people don't be getting at me, though. That's
1: right He oh got gosh. one of them
2: smiles, though. You know what I'm
1: saying? Chance, I, mean, like, you look married. Do I? Yeah, you, you've always looked married.
2: Well, maybe that's why. I, 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 never mind. Go well, for my, it. One
6: of my questions is, as becoming an entrepreneur and starting that whole process, mm-hmm. and you know doubts do happen, and mm-hmm. you do have friends that be like, well, such and such, you need this, you need that, you need that, you need that. How do you get out of that space? How did you do it? as an entrepreneur because i have multiple ideas i'm like okay i want to start this i want to start that you know you have your all gonna like mm, okay take one time and I, understand yeah. it, but I got you. And they don't you i got you and
1: you're
2: like Ugh. i got you for, for one
1: i'm glad you got him because i don't
2: no okay <laughs> you'll have something as i start talking you
1: should repeat him. his question so
2: absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah, he said exactly. uh, yep yeah. so One of the things he said was um, for one, you got a, a bunch of ideas, right? So, one is I think you need to make two lists. But before you make the list, I want you to brain dump everything. Every idea that you have, write it down, put it on paper, put it in a PDF document, whatever. But just brain dump anything that I can do, anything that I feel like would be good for me as a business owner. I'm, I'm just going to brain dump. Then you make two lists. You take all of. You take out of all of them, you pick one. Okay? It might go through a process like, okay, these are my top five. Out of these five, I, three of these I really can't do. Now there's two. And I'll pick one. And once you settle on that one, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my business. This is going to be my path. You take that one and you put it on the to-do side. But on the other side, it's called not to do. You have to physically write down all the other ideas and say, I'm not doing any of these right now. And you focus on that one. You build it. But it's just as important as declaring what I'm going to do. It's just as important to say, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm not signing up for another company. I'm not getting a spot. I'm about to get a spot at a company, but... Oh, I'm not God. doing real estate. I'm not. I'm not doing none of that. You does it put start that with an e? on your to-do list. <laughs> yes, your it does. To- my people. Oh, you got a call. <laughs> 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 oh, I know you got called. Anywho, I'm now that's my friends. Dreams. So I'm high in these. Um, so on the the two the the not to-do side, you have to say I'm not doing any of these other things. I don't care how much I want to. I don't care how uh, 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 how much I feel like I'm passionate about these. Once you make that decision, you lock in. I want you to lock in for lock in's sake. I want you to commit to yourself that I can stay focused on a idea. For all right, I can stay focused on an idea for all of 2020, or all of 2021. So whatever you uh, figure out you're going to do, you lock in on that.
1: I want to go one step further though, mm-hmm. because that's that's great in mapping out the one you know mapping out your decision to say, hey, on this side of the sheet, this is the idea that I'm going with. On this side of the sheet, these are not but there's somebody who's saying, but how do I know which one? Like, how do I, how do I put that one on that side, right? right? Um, so you have to, you gotta qualify everything in life. Yeah. You also have to qualify your ideas. And when I have entrepreneurs um, or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to start a thing, I look at number one, what kind of resources and access do you have to make these ideas possible? Mm-hmm. Number one. So usually, uh, someone who's an aspiring entrepreneur's um, main, or not usually, but oftentimes they don't necessarily have the financial resources. So that one thing that they put on this column that they're gonna do isn't necessarily realistic today. So mm. then we have an entrepreneur who just kind of dwindles back into the shadows mm. because they don't see this as a possibility for them. So I would encourage you, if you have multiple ideas, to start with one. Which which one is the easiest for you to execute? Mm -hmm. which one are you the most knowledgeable knowledgeable about which one do you have the most resources for already right which one can you put together easily and start leveraging that one to start producing revenue for you Mm
5: -hmm.
1: and one thing you have to one thing you have to understand as an entrepreneur is so many people are focused on they're focused on the long-term picture right and when you're going into business, Shans, how many businesses have you started? Oh, right? Countless. How many partnerships? You mean in? this year or? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's not always necessary for you to pick the idea. Mm. Sometimes you have to leverage the idea
4: Yeah.
1: to get the revenue that you need to get to the idea. 100%. So if you have multiple ideas and you're struggling now, clearly Shans and I are believers in multiple streams multiple streams doesn't mean multiple things but I'm also a believer in multiple things no, I'm both. Um, but I do believe that things should be done in proper sequential order mm-hmm. and that you have to kind of really get some some momentum and some traction in one of those things mm-hmm. before you start you know you can't you can't operate in every area in excellence yeah. so if you have a whole bunch of ideas figure out what can I do easily
4: mm-hmm.
1: what do I have the resources to do mm-hmm. If you are unemployed right now during, you know, this time or any other time and and on your list is a clothing store with a storefront on Peachtree Street,
4: mm-hmm.
1: no, that that's not what should be on your right. list of this is what I'm going to do right now, yeah. right? Um, but if you say, well, I could start off with an Etsy store buying products that I find for like, you know, $2 and $3 and mm-hmm. upsell them for $7 and $8, that's something that you can probably do. 100%,
2: 100%. So, it, and on the other side of, you know, what do you do with your your friends, you really got to ask yourself, why do I care? Mm,
1: that's strong. You got to
2: have a conversation with yourself. Why do I, this person, why do I care what this person has to say? And another thing, your friends aren't your friends to support your business. There's the mindset I go by. My friends are my friends because they're my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm even at a point of I'm 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 done canceling my friends for not supporting me. I'm done. Because that's one you person. I wouldn't have any friends. I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> have oh any my friends. gosh, I wouldn't have any friend. Actually, my closest friends are the ones that don't
3: support my little businesses. You listen. <laughs>
1: listen, okay? You I would not have any friends. So, I would say that I've, I I have a, I have some very supportive friends. Mm-hmm. But if I expected my friend to Watch or my friends out. Um, if I expected my friends to support every single idea that I have started over the years yeah, and then get mad and start... I mean, I used to be about that cancel culture. Oh, for sure. Oh, you didn't buy my this, my this this time? You didn't join me in this? Right. You didn't buy that Oh, you don't have my book? <laughs> Yo, you don't have my book?
2: Here's what I expect my friend. Here's why I cancel my friends. If, if we're walking down the street and it's three guys and they're trying to jump me and it's just me and my friend, and my friend runs, you're canceled. Forever. Because that's in the contract. Mm-hmm. That's in the best friend that's contract. If, if my best friend, Brandon, he runs on me, okay, you're canceled. <laughs> you can't like I, I just can't rock with you because you don't even care about my well-being.
1: Even if okay. you start the fight, though?
2: Even if I start the fight, it's in the contract. Okay. You feel me? Okay. If you swing on somebody, and your best friend is there, and then their friend swings on you, and it's two more of them, you're required to take my stuff by the bylaws. Requi- by the bylaws. <laughs> by
1: the bylaws. <laughs> now, see, being who I am now, I gotta qualify the fight. Mm-hmm. If you started it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who'd you start the fight with? Right. Why'd you start the fight? How big are these girls that you started to fight with? <laughs> and what kind of weaponry are they armed with? What are our chances of making it out of this unscathed, right? right. No, I'm I'm a ride or die. I'm throwing hands if, right. you know.
2: <laughs> but as we mature, those type of friends who don't align with who we are aren't really our exactly. – Because, you know, when you were young, you'll just get friends that were cool.
1: Absolutely. But
2: now you're like,
1: ah – Okay. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is as you get older, you won't even have those kind of friends that you will put you have, correct. in that type of situation. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. So you know that if the fight breaks out, it has to go down. It
4: got
2: to. It
1: has to go down. And my
2: and my best friend isn't the one that's just going to like swing on nobody. Like, but at the same
1: time, your best friend is also not, not going to start nothing. He's not going to start anything. But that best friend is also not the one that will likely come to all of your events. Hmm that best friend is not going to buy all your products. Like you got to understand that they've been with you through Correct. every single idea yep. and they have, you, you've become a bill to them. Right. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you right. got something else. Right, well, you're releasing right. a different t-shirt and you want me to buy that one right, too. right? <laughs> <laughs> How many of these do I have to have? Right, right, right. Hello. Right. Pun intended. How many of these do I have to have? <laughs> hey, do you have my book?
2: Absolutely. I was like the first. Yeah. Come on. Don't act yeah, like
1: that. I don't really know if you were the first. I, I don't
2: know if I was the first, but
1: you as were, soon as I, I, think, I figured it I out. maybe you were.
2: As soon as I figured out you had one, I bought it, I'm sure.
1: I think you were in a number kind of up front. Yeah, for sure. I got to figure Donnie, out.
2: If you try to recruit me in a company, I'll sign up.
1: Let's get it. Are you trying to get a spot? What? I got to go in first, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right i gotta go in
1: first then you right okay and but no if we do it we're, we're running up a check we're running up a check do you <laughs> me hear me <laughs> <laughs> let me go first hilarious <laughs> you've given everybody else a chance to sign you up except for me <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but i gotta you know what because okay anyway yeah I don't mm-hmm. all right so um yeah I, I think we've given we've given the people enough you got something you learned something Okay, cool. See, this like we got an audience of 1, but there's like 1 million people that are like Isaiah, so I think so. As long as Isaiah says, "Yo, it was a good episode. It was a good episode."
1: So guys, this is what we need from y'all though because Shans and I literally came up with First of all, we've been talking for years about doing stuff and mm-hmm. we always do stuff, right? But yeah. we're looking for our our thing. what's our groove? Yeah. Um and so what we got what we need from you guys is feedback because I know that we talked about so many different things in this podcast what do you like to hear about what were your favorite moments yep. from this podcast what did you what did you relate to what would you watch more of what can you do without so we know how to bring y'all the right content yeah
2: send dm share this let us know all right so um you want to close out with like okay first off did. so what's your what's your um i mean so like what, what what you got for the people what you offering what you
4: got
1: yeah, so uh there's I'm a business coach. I'm sure you guys saw that through all of my savviness. <laughs> Isaiah learned so much from who? From a
2: business coach. <laughs> Shiz. Is.
1: Isaiah, she is. I brought you here. <laughs> you're his don't You're lie. his intern at the end don't of the day. That. Don't don't lose <laughs> your spot. Don't lose your positioning. No, but in all seriousness, um, I help entrepreneurs take the guesswork out of launching their business, new or existing, to six figures and beyond. Mm. Um, I have been incredibly blessed. Yo, I don't want to take away from the disaster and the panic that coronavirus caused in our nation. I actually was sick with it for two months, right? Mm. Thought that Your girl thought it was a wrap. I mm. thought it was over for me. Um, so I know how serious it is. I know people who have lost people. Um, but I read somewhere that the most successful companies with that fast kind of rush were leveraged a crisis mm. in the world, right? Some kind of crisis, having some type of economical disaster. And for me uh, this year, you know, I'm a business coach, so I was seeing clients both on the computer. I would do what's called VIP days and see people in person and that part of my business completely shut down.
4: Mm. There,
1: there are no VIP days, right? And then I was sick for two months. So you got to figure out, well, what do you do? You're a business coach. You talk to people every day. Mm. I can't talk to anybody. I couldn't even get out of bed. And so it forced me to pivot and really add a component to my business. Outside of just the coaching, I now have a university. Mm-hmm. And so my university um, is, is just that. I've basically taken my six years as a coach And I have packaged that up into a resource that you can access on demand and into a bunch of done with you programs where um, you still get the opportunity to get coached for me in a group setting. But you go through, you know, training and it's for, uh, you know, the programs that I have and I have more coming, but the programs that are available right now. Uh, I have a six-figure accelerator program, and that's for someone you may not even know what you want to start a business in, but that's for like the coach or the consultant or the digital entrepreneur who wants to teach something, an information-based entrepreneur, whether it's bringing your fitness program online, bringing your travel business online, um, helping women transform their lives online, whatever it is that you want to teach, right, any kind of program. And I help you put that together from beginning to end in a fully comprehensive uh, implementation course. And then obviously one-on-one coaching. And so what I was going to say is because this time that we're experiencing right now forced me to pivot Mm -hmm. because had I tried to hold on to what I was doing the way I was doing it, it's possible that I could be out of business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's possible, right? I mean, for two months, how many clients are going to pay you for two months and you can't coach them one-on-one. And, um, you posted something a couple of weeks ago that said, this has been like the cheat code Mm -hmm. and it has been like, I have been incredibly Mm -hmm. blessed, but I also manifested these results. Mm -hmm. Like I told myself and bring
2: a full circle. I spoke,
1: I spoke what had to happen. Like I didn't look for, how is this going to happen? Why is this happening to me? I spoke what had to happen in my business for me to maintain my lifestyle and the lifestyle of the people that I'm responsible for. Right. And so, there's two ways to work with me: one-on-one coaching or uh, through my university. And you can find me on Instagram. Are we posting our Instagram on here?
2: Uh, yeah, but say it because okay. it's going to be audio. So
1: you can find me on Instagram at Donnie Wiggins underscore. That's D O N N I W I G G I N S mm-hmm. underscore. You can also uh, find me online at donniewiggins.com. Um, and and there's some options for you to decide. You know how we can work together. But, I'm, you know, really passionate about helping breakthrough or break out entrepreneurs and existing. Y'all, I just got a new client who's so dope. I can't say too much about her, but it's just an honor. Like, when you grow,
4: mm-hmm.
1: she's already generating $90,000 a month. Wow. And someone, Marcus... Uh, Marcus Rosier. Mm-hmm.
2: Shouts out to Marcus Rozier.
1: Shouts out to Marcus. Tagged me in a post she had posted on her Instagram. I am already making ninety thousand dollars a month. Tag your favorite business coach who can help me get to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Mm. And she tagged me. You're I mean, he girl. tagged me. Marcus tagged girl. me. I'm I'm the girl. But you know what she said to me after our session? Um, you know, I'm like, wow, you had the opportunity to work with all these amazing coaches that were tagged in that post. Why did you choose me? And number one, we connected, you know, energy wise. And then number two, she said, you know what else? Like, you're so real and transparent. You are the only coach who was comfortable on my page, engaging with me, not feeling like you're so big that you can't be seen Mm -hmm. responding and, you know, putting your bid in. And all I said was, hey, um, you know, thanks, Marcus, for the referral. I said her name. Hey, listen, if you want to connect, I'm happy to have a conversation. Shoot me a DM. Mm -hmm. I was the only one who did that. Wow. And then so that was a good first impression. And then we had our conversation and it just so happens that, you know, I can do what she needs to get done mm-hmm. or help her do what she needs to get done. And um, and and that's that. So just really excited to see we have both come such a long way. It's yeah. crazy.
2: It, yeah, for sure. And with that closing dang, you're making it really hard for me to one up you. No, I'm trying to it. figure out Let me to... figure
1: out what you can do. So I mean, like, you're the man anyway. Yo, know, Dottie is
2: so dope. it's like as you're as you're like uh talking about just this process, um, I see why you're just an awesome coach. Thank you. You're just an awesome Thank
1: coach. Thank you, but don't get it twisted. I share it with you. I started coaching years ago, but I started coaching and I think my first coaching price was like or my first coaching fee was $147 mm-hmm. a month. So I was literally seeing people four times a month, one hour a week, mm-hmm. for one hundred and forty-seven dollars. What does that boil down to? Like I was basically getting That's paid uh, <laughs> thirty-six dollars and seventy-five cents an hour. <laughs> Girl, go to That's work. Funny. And, and 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 it was still satisfying to me then, even though at that time, you know, it was a struggle for me to afford to do that at that time the impact that i was having and you know on people was a really big deal and i was at that time helping them grow five and six figure businesses mm-hmm. and now people are getting the version of donnie wiggins that has grown over the years so what i'm able to help you do and pull out of you has also grown right. and now we're helping people establish six and seven figure businesses and it's just congratulations rewarding and insane i love it i love it and yes. i can't wait to you know let's what i mean let's get to the bag Yes, ma'am. Now so, tell us about yourself, David.
2: Okay. Um, I'm David. Dang, this is gonna suck compared no. to what she just did.
1: <laughs> no. But I uh, wish I could talk about your numbers. Um, I mean, we're not gonna talk about it. I mean, if you uh, feel like that's what it takes to one up uh, me. You know uh, what I mean? Like no, no,
2: no, we did we did sell out of our um, our mastery course. <laughs> our human behavior mastery course. We're teaching people how to understand human behavior and how to help people how to help people understand their authentic self and get their like find their unique superpower. Mm. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with DISC but DISC assessment along with two other tools that really help people identify their own gifts but also you can take it into corporate. So we're going to have some six-figure coaches soon. I want to You yo this, this joint is so dope.
1: Can coaches who are already doing more than six figures do this? Oh
2: 100%. Hmm. What? Yo, so first off, I think 70% of Fortune 500 companies are all already using DISC specifically. Yeah. But all of them use some sort of tool,
4: mm-hmm. whether
2: it's in a hiring process. So quick story. I'm, uh, I was coaching with a company, and there are seven motivators like that drive people. One of them is called political, which is the driving motivator to lead. There was a guy, a guy in the company who has a leadership position – but after I look at his assessment, he does not want to lead. He's so like his number is so low out of 100. He's nine when it comes to political, like his driving motivator to want to lead. The company was trying to figure out You can close it. The, the company's trying to figure out, OK, what is going on and why is because the people that work for him are saying, "Yo, just tell us what to do and we'll do it. But he's taking the work and he's just getting it done. That's just his style. But in a team, you can't do that. So I look at the assessment. I say, oh, I get it he's not motivated to be a leader. Actually, he runs away from leadership because the higher you are, that's what you run towards mm-hmm. in terms of like motivation. The mm-hmm. lower you are, that's what you run away from. So we gotta figure out um, like what truly motivates people and put them in the right position. So, mm-hmm. This is take like your coaching to even a whole nother level because you coach people the way that they want to be coached. Or you get a lot of data about somebody that they mm-hmm. just don't tell you. So it's really awesome. We sold out of the first uh, cohort. I think the next one is in November. Um, And I talk to my clients every single day via our morning meetup. Yo, Nine David is
1: on. committed because I ask him morning, all the time, family. like, what are you thinking?
2: Oh, it's awesome. What are you thinking? I and love I- it.
1: I envy you for being able to do it. Yeah. This challenge that I'm about to do with the manifestation mastery challenge starting on Monday
4: mm-hmm.
1: is going to be for 30 days daily, six o'clock in the morning. Oh, you know hey. me. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Is this a challenge or Why? is this a challenge? Yeah. Why'd you do that? I don't Because it's so important to help people. I'm willing to say, you got to help
2: them at six in the morning.
1: Well, so I did a survey to find out when they work and, most of them have to be in front of the computer or dealing with their kids with homeschool at like 7.30 in the morning. So it's West actually Coast? at 6.30 in no the No West
2: Coast? Like, that's 3 in the morning.
1: No West... Well, it's recorded. So it'll be recorded as well.
2: Oh, so you can... Okay.
1: No, it's, it's happening live, but if they can't make the time, it's recorded, but it's most powerful if you can be there while it's 100%, happening. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. if it's, if you can be there. But I... You know, you've been running that program for a long time. And you have been truly committed to this every single day. But you know what? Not the weekends. Not the Monday weekends. Just Monday through
2: Friday. But people look at it as, yo, you're dedicated. But when it's something that you love to do, like, I love it.
1: Well, and you know what I want to talk about next time? I want to talk about, um, I, I think so many people have the question of how do you keep people engaged? Mm-hmm. Because I see you when you post you know your your show ups and all like the number never changes. Mm-hmm. The number never changes. It, in <laughs> fact, it's grown. Oh, for sure. 100%. Right. So I w- let's let's jot that down. I think guys, let us know what you think. But I think we need to come with an agenda yeah, we, when we're yeah. filming because me and David will say goodbye. We're 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 that brother and sister. Who's gonna say goodbye like five times as you're walking to us to the door? But we're gonna have oh, and another thing. Wait, real quick before I go, before I go, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Before A whole I bunch go, of here's the things. <laughs> we will keep doing that to you. So
2: absolutely. You so make sure, make sure you follow us. Uh, Go to com. I just want to see you in the morning. It's a accountability. And what's so awesome is we literally have a community that spends with each other, shops with each other. They're coaching each other. It's crazy. When somebody drops a product, we all go buy it. It is amazing. So every single morning, TheMorningMeetup.com and the Fourthpower.com is our certification program. And um, at Sleepers okay, for something li- on Instagram.
1: If we're doing all of that, Donnie Wiggins.com. You got to. Right? You don't got to one up me. You can, you can get my book. You can also <laughs> go to Six Figure. Hold edu. on. I got a
2: book too. You can get that from Pause. Amazon. 6 <laughs>
1: Six, S-I-X, Six Figure, dot That's going to take you to my academy and some free training for entrepreneurs. Um, and then Donnie Wiggins, you can get my book. You can sign up for, you know, some type of a coaching strategy session or whatever it may have you. I may have a, another website just because you had like three I, I feel like I need to do something else <laughs> specifically for the podcast group
2: we'll figure it out we'll, we'll figure, figure it out something
1: for we them. may have a website coming together soon. so you know whatever
2: uh, also sleepisforsuckers.com oh <laughs> you wanna go get a t-shirt <laughs> suckers with a number four <laughs> sleepisforsuckers.com go on and pick that up oh my god and uh, we'll end it right there
1: All right. we will end it right there
2: go live your best life alright we out here
4: peace
0: Podcast listeners, what's up? If you reach the end of the show, Thanks so much for listening. We value your time. And that's why we want to give you the best sounding, best produced quality of content we possibly can. And this podcast you've been listening to has been edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Donald the voice. I'm a 10 year voiceover artist, narrator and production specialist that wants to see only the best life giving, equipping and long lasting content be produced to help others. So if you have commercial video editing or other production needs, I love to talk with you. That's right right visit donaldthevoice.com and hit the contact page to talk about how we can work together to bring your content to life okay so you're not an email person well you can also contact me on instagram at donaldthevoice or on facebook.com forward slash donald.thevoice i'm looking forward to talking to you